When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Chris. Well, fuck it, man. Whenever you ready, off, off, off. We can get this shit popping. I had to make sure I put the the regular theme, not the Patreon theme back on. So I think you're good now. Mm-hmm. Whenever you ready, play bois. All righty. Uh, let's cast a spell and get into that theme music. Dude, he always makes a theme, folks. Hey yo, Brent watching movies with Chris and Cam and talking shit about the movies with the fam. Special guest Patreon picks in the best commentary on movies because we keeping it fresh. Cause it's the What's going on, everybody? I'm Brent. I'm Chris. Manita. And this is the home video hustle where we do what, Christopher? Hustle, motherfucking hustle. You goddamn right. So we back on the Harry Potter. We going back to Hogwarts once again. So far, in case you forgot, I gave the first movie a six. I gave the second movie a four and the third movie a six. These are my first time watching all of these. And I'm just saying all that at the beginning, just in case you're a new listener, because I've been you know, finagling with the social media, trying to get more people listening. And the numbers have been going up. I put them YouTube shorts up there. They got about 300 views in a couple hours. So hopefully somebody from YouTube came over here. And if you are here, welcome. This is the home of the awesome motherfuckers. <laughs> Chris, how Yo, you been? Been all right. Just, you know, getting dealing with the day to day. Uh Make it, make it moves, you know. <laughs> Big money moves. <laughs> Nita, how you doing? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy. I was about to say you was half sleep before. <laughs> the flash. Been a long weekend. Honestly, still feeling the after effects of the flash. Still narcoleptic. Oh, <laughs> I've removed that whole memory from my brain. I've already forgotten most of that movie too. But there's audio proof that I watched it, and you can hear what I thought about it. I don't ever have to look at it again now. <laughs> it's the proof. That Patreon episode hasn't been released yet, so I ain't got no feedback on it. So I anxiously wait to see what you people think. If you thought we were like, she gave it a one. So, I mean, by the time this comes out, you'll know. So it's not really a spoiler. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And if you're in a patron, you should go hear us talk about it. Actually, don't let me spoil it for you. Maybe somebody want to be a patron to go find out. But that's a spoiler for you, though. She gave it a one. You don't know what me and Kristen gave it, though. That's the tease. You're not surprised by my score. So that's the, give that one away. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. But <laughs> this movie, though. We'll see what happens here because, like I said, they told me the third one was going to be that one, and it was cool, but I still I still haven't become like a, a Harry Potter fan. I'm not a pothead. 
nothing like that. We'll find out if the Goblet of Fire will change that. And you know what, Chris? This is episode 315. This came out in 2005. Two hours and 37 minutes long. How much y'all think this cost to make? Mm. So the third one, they was kind of getting their budget back and it got a little yeah. bit more. I don't remember what the budget was for the last one. Let me look that up. I give you a little hint, hint. That's def- uh, that's definitely that like one fifty. I think it was. Let me double. It was one thirty. So you in that movie? Well, I'll tell you about it. Yeah, because remember they the first one had a good budget, then they dropped it for the second one, then they upped it for the third one. What do you think they may have upped it or kept it the same? What do y'all think? Mm. I think this maybe definitely cost more. Okay. Yeah, this costs more because they. I'm, I mean, not spoil nothing, but nah. I'm gonna say a little bit more. But I'll say it's one fifty. Damn, I was gonna say one fifty. Both of you say one fifty. Yes. You're both. <laughs> you're both right. Starting off good here, folks. Cost a hundred and fifty million dollars. I'm pretty sure that's the highest budget so far. But now, how much y'all think it made? And I was saying this, and I, I I proved it right last time. We'll see if my theory is good going forward. Because if you recall, the second one I think had made the most so far. But then the second one sucked. So that made a lot of people not go see the third one because the third one was better, but it didn't make as much money as the second one. But with the third one being better, do you think that helped make this gross better? Do you think it trended upward now? You didn't have a whack movie came out before this one. What do y'all think? The last one made about 700 and something million. Mm. 850? I'll go seven. Just Seven? Both of you are wrong! It made more than 850. Oh. Mm. One more check. 933. 933. Did it get into the billion? Nope. We ain't got there yet mm. again. That first one got to the billions. That's the only one so far. I'm going to say... Not, 925 kind of pops out at me. Wrong! Wrong! $896.8 million. Hmm. So my theory is proven correct. You make better movies and it makes the next one make more money because people want to go back and see it. You make whack shit like the second one and people didn't come back for the third one. We're going to wait for video. Then they rented the movie. was like, oh, this is better. Now I'll go back and see the next one. But will the trend continue with this movie? Let's see. IMDb score is something point seven out of 10. 656,437 votes. Something point seven. What do y'all think? 6.7? 6. You said IMDb, sorry. Yes, out of 10. Um, I'll go seven. Seven? Chris? Wrong! Anita? Got it. 7.7 7 out of 10. I was thinking seven at first, and I went with my gut and go. did six instead. Nah, you gotta know. You gotta go with the first one. Critics on Rotten Tomatoes, accumulatively out of 100%, do you think the critics thought this was fresh or rotten? Mm. Fresh, of course. What you fresh. So two freshes, so it's got to be some high, sixty and higher. Then what do y'all think the number going to be? Seventy-five. Seventy-five. I'm seventy-nine. Seventy-nine. Both of you are wrong. It's higher. Oh. It's below ninety. There's a hint for you, but it's higher than what seventy-five. Eighty-seven. Eighty-seven, Chris. I was going to say eighty-six. Again, both of you. Eighty-eight percent. PJ. So what about the audience? You think the audience agrees on them? Or you think it's less or higher? What do y'all think about that? Accumulated amulet. I can't talk. But y'all know what I'm trying to say, though. I ain't repeating. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the audience. Um, 
Everyone loves this movie, which I don't agree with, but uh, I'll go 92. Wrong! Lower. Chris, what do you think? I'm going to go 86. Wrong! 74%. They didn't wow. like it as much as the critics. 74 So, this movie is directed by Mike Newell. Never heard that name before. Let's go see what Mike Newell does. Say they're keeping up on the trend since after the second because they got Chris Columbus did the first two. Homeboy, I can't remember his name right now. Did the third one. This is a new dude. Will that trend continue? Or they just get a different dude every time. It's like we ain't we ain't found that dude yet. We're gonna find him though. So what else did he do? He did Oh, he did the Prince of Persia movie, Chris. <laughs> yeah. That's coming up on the podcast at some point. He did a couple episodes of Young Indiana Jones. And everybody, everybody says it was like hit and miss. I don't know. I've never seen it before. I've heard. Yes. Oh, somebody looking for him. Yes. Said that shit like planking. <laughs> hey, Chris, you ever heard of a movie called Mona Lisa Smile? I've heard of it. You love that movie? It's the same director as this movie. Oh, with, um, what's her name? The white girl from Say Last Dance. (laughs) Uh, Julia Julia Stiles. There you go. He did Four Weddings and a Funeral. Heard of that one? I know that. I've heard of that one. I've heard of it. Uh, And then he did My Mom, one of her mafia movies even, one I haven't actually seen all the way through, Donnie Brasco. I know she loves that movie. But his number Mm -hmm. one movie, of course, is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. So they're still on the trend of Getting a different director every time because apparently he doesn't do any more after this. And this movie is starring a lot of people, so let me go ahead and just bring it up. Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grintz, Emma Watson, Robbie Coltrane, Ralph Fiennes, Michael Gambon, Brendan Gleeson, Jason Isaacs, Gary Oldman, Alan Rickman, Maggie Smith, Timothy Spall, David Tennant, Robert Pattinson, and I say these two for last because we're going we're gonna to figure this out. All right. Stanislav Yadnevsky. And Klimasovsky. There you yeah. go. One of them. And Clements Pussy? Not Pussy. I think it's Pousy. I don't Pousy. know. You figure it out. I, I tried. So let's go get up into this because I got a lot of notes for this movie. It actually took almost a whole page. So right from the jump, you see snakes. And it's leading into the title of the movie, which of course is Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. What the hell happens first? Somebody tell me. Okay, so First thing that happens is uh, we cut to the a graveyard where mm. we see a familiar, a familiar looking headstone that has well a headstone that has a familiar looking name on it. Oh, I'm about to say, well, who <laughs> I don't remember who was on there. Tom Riddle from the weak ass second movie. That's why I didn't remember that. Because <laughs> my first note, just all I wrote was "old man gets murdered." That was my note for that scene, and I remember an old man getting murdered. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, that uh, that was a, like literally the first scene was just going through the graveyard, then the title, and then and then mm-hmm. the dude get the dream. See, he 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 walked up into a room and you got your rat man in there, you got Doctor Who in there, and then you got what I assumed was Voldemort in there, and they all chopping it up. And he's like, "Hey, there's somebody outside your door." And then he fucking murdered. You did the whatever the spell is, the abracadabra spell, murdered his ass. Is that an actual spell in these movies? Does someone actually say abracadabra? No, but I was reading the trivia and that the name of that spell is derived from abracadabra. I, I thought that's what he said. If the subtitles wasn't on, I would have legit thought he said abracadabra the whole movie. He should have. 
uh, this one of the three un- un- uh, unforgivable curses, which we'll learn about in a little bit. Yeah, I got them written down. I hope you remember as I didn't write all three of them, I don't think. <sighs> I remember two of them. I remember the death one. That's the one I remember. The abracadabra one. It's not abracadabra, though. What is it? What is it? Avadakadabra. Kazoon type, motherfucker. <laughs> Next scene surprised the shit out of me, though. Because I'm so used to Harry waking up in his room or being annoyed by that whole-ass family. They're not in this movie. And I heard, you know, outside of the script and everything, I heard it's because they asked for more money. And I said no. <laughs> so they were, they were like, I'm not paying you more money for your five minutes that y'all doing every movie. Be happy you got paid this much for five minutes because nobody likes you. And so they was like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so this time you actually just wake up or not just wake up. He actually start with Hermione waking up the homies. And I guess he's chilling with Ron's family, yeah. which I've been saying <laughs> from the jump. Well, he's still with the Dudleys, technically. You just start the movie while he's at the Weasleys because they're about to go on their little field trip. Oh, okay. So he still ain't listening to me then, so fuck Harry Potter. The, the, one of the Weasleys will be back. He's 14 at this point. Yeah, that's old enough. So he, can't, he, really, can't, so he really can't emancipate himself yet. Man, I'm a wizard. Emancipation proclamation mission. I don't know. Say a spell. Make that shit happen. <laughs> I would do something. Fuck that, man. Or like I said, for me, it'd be like that Twilight Zone episode where that little kid had your magic powers and when his parents fucked with him, he tore, he like tormented them. Like, like, don't fuck with me. But again, like I said, that's whatever. Forget that part because they're not even here. What is a port key, Chris? It is a uh, teleportation device that is uh, a teleportation spell that's placed on any type of uh, object. It can be a manky old boot, as they say. Or it can be uh, uh, a um, unsuspecting uh, a chalice that we'll see later. Now, as there are goblet of the fire kind. Spoilers! <laughs> but right here at the beginning, they just put it on a Doc Martin boot or some shit. And it teleported them to the Quidditch World Cup. Can't escape this Quidditch shit every movie. At least they got it out the way early. It's like the, I think this is maybe the la- one of the last ones we'll see of the Quidditch. Good, because it's the same thing every time. Except for this may one, have, I give it props for this one. May have one more Quidditch scene, but may, maybe that's about it. No, well, that's fine. I could deal with that. But at this Quidditch World Cup, I made a note of this. It's not really nothing special, but they go inside a tent, and it's like one of them clown cars where like 800 people get inside. It was this little tiny thing. It's like a little tiny-ass tent, and everybody go inside of it, and then you go inside. It's like a decked-out little three-bedroom house or some shit. And I laugh because Harry is just looking at it in amazement. It's like, motherfucker, this is like four years now. Are you still surprised by this shit? Huh? I love magic. <laughs> it's, I love magic. Yeah, I'm just like, bro, why are you shocked by any of this at this point? Like, motherfucker, it's a tent with magic. You know how magic works at this point. But I guess oh, he, up- that's his first time seeing it, I guess. I don't know. An update. I actually oh, no. uh, retook the Wizarding World quiz because oh. I, I, my stuff didn't work when I, when I did it the last time a long time ago. And it turns out I'm a Hufflepuff, too. You're a Hufflepuff? Ain't that what you were? Oh, so I, I'm hanging out with the Hufflepuffs. Fact on that is, though, we have the least amount of dark wizards. No! <laughs> <laughs> the Jigglypuff squad, of course. I'm not surprised. But that's all right, though. Ain't, is that what your boy, uh, what's his name with the big fucking teeth, what's his name? Little goofy dude. Neville. Ain't that what he into? Or is he is he Gryffindor? I can't remember. Yeah, he's Gryffindor. Oh, okay. I can't remember. He seemed like a Hufflepuff. Or and a... they'll actually lean into that later. 
They try. I see they's trying to sneak in some character development in this movie. They gave him a little something, something more than just getting like his bumblefuckery on like he does the last other movies. Something's happening there in the background, I guess I'll see, because I don't know shit. I think one thing I called a couple movies ago starts to come into play here, too. And I remember Anita was like, oh, you didn't know that? It's like, no, I didn't watch this shit, man. No, I thought you, <laughs> I just, I thought you knew. Through osmosis? No, I didn't know. I just had a feeling from that. It was why I forget what scene it even was in the second movie. I was like, oh, they're going to end up together at some point. And then there's a whole scene here. Right? We'll get to it, though. But yeah, the Malfoys are here at the uh, Quidditch World Cup, and they some bitches, like always. Talking all that shit. Yeah, and there's a guy here named, he's a big, like, I think he's going to be a big Russian dude. His name is Crum. Victor Crum, the one of the best seekers in the world. I guess he's already on the national Quidditch team. Yeah, and he's about to go do his thing. But I thought, like, I legitimately, because I know it's like wizards and shit, I thought the Grim Reapers showed up. Because <laughs> they showed the little deaf dude in the hood and all that. I thought it was like a, the Grim Reaper was popping up. Or, death eaters. Yeah, death eaters. Or like I called the black suited KKK. Because that's what the fuck they look like with their pointy hats and shit. Basically, they kind of are. The wizard clan. And because they're all chilling and everything. And then there's a bunch of commotion outside. And Harry's like, man, they out there wild. And they think, dude, is like, nah, son. The death eaters is out here. Y'all need to get the fuck on. So Harry goes a running, and then I guess he trips and knocks himself out. Because at first I was like, how the fuck did he even get knocked out? <laughs> like, did somebody sucker punch him? But I guess she told me he just tripped. I was like, oh. Okay. Yeah, he got bounced around everywhere in that crowd. Yeah, and then he wakes up, and everybody pretty much gone except for fun. Motherfucking Doctor Who is here. I don't yep. know which number he was. One of the Doctor Who's. Chris, do you know? Uh, I'm going to test I Chris's nerd knowledge. Long, I knew for a long time, but... Uh, I'm, I want to say he's he's a doctor that has come back too. I don't recently. Know. I don't um, <laughs> never don't looked remember. at Doctor. I don't remember. Yeah, I've never looked at it either. Mm-hmm. Well, for you Marvel fans, he's also the Purple Man, if that helps. From the, the Jessica Purple Jones Man. show. Talking about David Tennant too. If you don't know what I'm talking about, David Tennant. But they see he sees him in like the distance. Doctor, I think I remember because I because I do watch nerd stuff. Yeah, I was so, I'm a Tessa nerd. Like the 15th, 16th Doctor around there. I know he's like in the what the twenty late twenty two late late twenty late two thousands or something like oh nine doctor or some shit. I think he comes back and it's like the twenty first or something like that too. Wasn't he the one that was he was paired with like Karen Gillan? He was paired with Nebula, right? Isn't that him? I think so. Yeah, there you go. All all your Marvel references all coming together through Doctor Who. Oh, my next note. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after all this happens, Harry Potter locks eyes with this little Asian chick, and I was like, oh. Because I, I thought y'all told me that he was going to fuck with Ron's sister. And I was like, oh, where's she coming from now? Is this going to be a cat fight later? Huh? Nah, she's just, she's just, in, Ron's sister's in game. Oh, she, oh, he, she just like, you know what? I fuck it. I'll just, he settled for the sister, huh? Basically. <laughs> oh, I got to see how this goes now. I'm waiting, waiting to start doing my Jerry chants and shit when this happens. We want, <laughs> we would prefer Choi anyway. Choi? Is that her name? I didn't, I don't even know if I got her name the whole time. Oh, Cho. Okay. Yeah, Joe or something like that, yeah. Joe. Cho. Okay. So I guess we'll find out what's up with Cho. Cho is going to have to go at some point. <laughs> All right. Uh, nah, he, does, he writes a note to Sirius about what happened. We'll come back to that later. But fuck all that because you get the main thrust of the movie. Dumbledore announced the Triwizard Tournament. I almost said the Catalan. What the fuck I was thinking. And what does that say? 
Oh, oh, st- yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he announces the Triwizard thing, and I got a kick out of this. Because I got, I don't know if you remember, Chris, we did school days, and I got school yeah. days flashbacks when, the, like, they bring in like the girls, and it's like a squad of fucking Mary Poppinses, and they're coming in there, and they're like, woo, and that people and shit, like it's the Monsters movie again. But then the Russian dudes coming in, it's like a fucking step team came in. They legit doing steps. They got the canes and everything, just like Lawrence Fishburne and them had. That, yeah, the girls were the Bobats in the Academy. I would have never remembered uh, that, so thank you. I, I forgot Crumb School. What name. was the name uh, of it? Dershlet? No, 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 the girls. What was the name of the girls team? Bobat and Academy. Man, I thought you said the Blowback Academy. I was like, what? How the hell they get away with that? All right, I got you now. <laughs> She's just shaking her head. Have you ever seen School Days? Oh, I got short school days at some point now. Hey. She heard the episode though. Yeah. But yeah, the step yeah. team. What's up? Yeah, the, I think their name is like their Durschlack or something like that. Is it Durschlack? Academy? Something like that. I can't remember the whole I can't remember all the the whole thing. It's like it's like a German name or something I mean, or a Russian we, name. We got a Harry Potter fan here. Let's test their knowledge. Remember what they were called? <laughs> oh well. Never mind. It's like, a, it's like a Russian Bulgarian school, something like that. I think they say her come to Bulgarians at one point. Yeah. Should have Rusev come out there, but Rusev Mutlia, <laughs> Rusev Machka, Mad Eye is he shows up for the first time. Why they call him Mad Eye, Chris? Because he's an aura who ended up uh, who who are hunters in the Wizarding World. Basically, they're they're basically bounty hunters in the Wizarding World. And, so uh, and apparently he's gone after doing it for years. He's gone a little cuckoo. And I, I got a question because immediately when they showed this nigga, I'm like, oh, here's the bad guy. Here, there's always the little secret bad guy in every goddamn movie. I'm like, oh, here's him. Like instantly, like, oh no, it's he's shady. Did you really? Yes. Because you I didn't, always tell me. To spoiler, I try and stop doing that because then you're like, <laughs> so I try to stop saying it out loud now. No, you need to disclose your feelings. Oh, see now, I now you want me to say no because by the time we got feeling. to the end, you seemed genuinely shocked, and I was like. Oh wow! He did. Why don't you make up your mind? <laughs> no. I start playing that song for. Um, but no, I knew something was up with him, and then it's immediately verified because you get introduced to him. And well, there's a note before this. I'll just get out the way now, just for later. No student under seventeen is going to be allowed in this tournament. But we'll talk about that. But fuck all that because back to Matt. I my theory was immediately proven because he's the new dark arts teacher in every fucking movie. The dark arts teacher dark is arts the teacher secret fucking bad guy. Yeah. Every time, this is now. I mean, I'm not even going to blame it's not the, safe, it's the bad guy. I'm not fucking with the 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 script writer. I'm blaming J.K. Rowling for this shit because I'm pretty sure it comes straight from the books. Damn, J.K. For real, you can't think of nothing else. They all every fucking book, it's the same thing. The dark uh, arts that, teacher. Uh, towards the end of the series, they there there's a reason that the uh, that they don't have a steady defense against the dark arts teacher because well let's, uh, let me not spoil anything for later on don't do it but he, he does come back they're, they're they're steady one that they had well i mean post- i mean it's not but it's not the same story every time which is it's fine. but it's but it's no for a surprise because it keeps being this person this you only- don't know how it's gonna be that person and no. technically in this movie no. it really wasn't that person well i was gonna say that's the thing i guess jk rowling like oh well technically it wasn't it was actually doctor who spoiler fuck all that because it's technically the whole movie until the last five minutes it's that guy so no it wasn't a surprise <laughs> like, i will admit i didn't think it was doctor who 
they got me on that. But I knew it was going to be something with him, though. I never trusted him the whole movie. Mm. And he's oh, always so constantly... You were surprised by that part, not that it was... That he was... Yes, I honestly got... I forgot about Doctor Who. I was like, I completely forgot about that whole entire character. Now as they show him, I was like, oh, okay. So, yeah, but no, the dude... I knew something was up with dude, though, the whole time. Like, this is not a surprise. This is this ain't treachery, you know? But he's fucking around in, in the dark arts class, and he's got a little spider... And he's telling them about the three cursed spells. Somebody tell me because I don't remember the three names. Three unforgivable curses. Thank you. The, uh, the first one is... Well, one of them is the Cruciatus Curse, which uh, he uses to torture a spider, mm-hmm. which triggers devil. We'll see why... We'll, we'll hear about why later in the movie, I think. Do we? In this movie? Um, I don't remember hearing shit. I don't remember if it's well I thought they I thought I can't remember if it was this movie or they did tell him later. Do you remember if they told him later in the say I'm looking at I, her. Sorry, I was zoning out. What? Damn. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> do they look? Do, do they do explain remember? why Neville was so heartbroken about this spider in this movie or is that coming? Oh yes, it's later. Okay. Cause I'm like, I didn't get shit about what he talking about. It's later. Alright. Well, yeah, just just know uh, there, there's a was it what is it? It's a torture curse, a kill curse. What is the other one? Torture curse. What is it? Um, a control curse. Oh, control. I don't okay. remember what it's called. Like where you where you um they people said they were doing everything under Voldemort's control with that first curse. It's the Janet Jackson curse. Fuck it, it's the control curse. Like so you know. Um. The, <laughs> so like I told it's you before. <laughs> I know Chris and I know your mom used to play the hell out that all the time. Man, <laughs> that song all the time. Mm, I remember. I think that's her record. I got. I got the control record from Nanny. I think that was her record. So tell you, I got it. It's <laughs> mine now. But um, what was I about to say? Oh, the brothers, the Ron, the Weasley brothers. They're trying some treachery or some trickery. Fred George. It's like I was saying. They can't. If you're under seventeen, you can't compete in this shit. That's why everybody looks so much older. I was surprised when the step teams came. I'm like, why is everybody so old? But I they're like seniors. I guess as she put it. I was like, oh okay. But they trying to do some trick. I think it was like a Victor, Victor Crumb's already on the international Quidditch team as a senior. He's got to be baller as a as a seeker. Yeah, he look like he like twenty two years old or something. <laughs> the brothers do some like age spell. Is that what it was? They try to make themselves older or something. Yeah, they, they did a. They gave they had a potion that um they drank to try to give past the age ring that Dumbledore put on put around the um around the cup. Little did they not suspect that. The cup would be cursed too. Oh, that's what happened here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That that's how it rebounded sense. and turned them into old men and they started fighting. Yeah, I was about to say it turned them into the Geico cavemen. That's what the fuck they look like. <laughs> Pretty much. But then you also get, you get a little scene here with Crumb and Hermione lock eyes for the first time. You're like, oh. Cause I'm like, I was the, I was gun. I'm like, oh, I thought Ron was gonna try and holler at her, but you know, we'll get to that later though. Don't worry oh, about I that. Got, I got up Ron this year. I got Umber Jurassic. So does she. When we get to that point, I'll let y'all go hard on it. So I think it's coming up here soon. But they the goblet of ceremony the goblet of ceremony. The goblet of fire ceremony. They it just spits out random ass names of who's gonna be the competitors. And it's the obvious choices. The people that you have been introduced to are the people who get chosen. And it's Crumb, Floor, and Cedric, aka it was his name. What was his name? Edgar? Edward. Edward. Whatever. Edward. The, the Twilight guy, Edgar. I'm going to call him Edgar it's, now. It's right before Twilight 2, wasn't it? 
like three years, I looked it up. And Home Video Hustle listeners, again, if you're new, me and PJ actually did talk about Twilight, believe it or not, about two, three years ago almost. The first movie is semi-decent. I gave it a three, so I disagree. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it gets gets worse. Yeah, I was like, it it doesn't get better, so. That's why in all these years we've done one. (laughs) The finale, though, the... The finale does like throw everything at the wall, though. I will say that. I remember PJ telling me he got forced, he got dragged to it in the theater, and he said it was actually kind of hype because people was getting like their heads cut off and shit. Yeah. Yep. See? That's exactly what happened. But then, then they pull the rug out from under you at, at the end of that saying it's all a fucking dream. All uh, spoilers. All I, <laughs> all I know is that that movie has some of the worst slash most hilarious CGI I've ever seen in my life. Oh. Oh, you and we was laughing at the Flash CG babies. I seen a CG baby from that shit. Oh, you, did you it's see cursed. the baby in this in this series? Have you ever seen the video of the it, baby? Oh, in Twilight. Uh-huh. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, oh, that, okay. that shit was the worst slash the funniest CG I've seen. So bad. I have seen the whole series. That the the images of that the image of the baby at first is cursed. That it is looks cursed. like it. Nah, I was like that. Saw I remember I burst out laughing when I saw. I'm like, them movies made all that goddamn money. And that's all that y'all put into that baby. And y'all kept showing it the whole time. But again, that's Twilight. We talking about Harry Potter. Fuck Twilight right now. Um, but yeah, he gets chosen. Where am I? Because it's, yeah, okay, yeah, that's the next note. And so they're all like, oh, yeah, clapping and everything. But then, oh, no, your boy Snape notices something going down. That curse is happening. And it spits out one last name. And I remember saying out loud, it better not be fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> and then it says Harry Potter. And I was like, I was like, no, nobody would like Harry Potter. And for a while in this movie, they don't. Like, nobody would like this dude in real life. <laughs> it, it literally highlights the whole thing in this in this one movie that, like, like the way Harry Potter's life goes by, nobody should nobody should like him because he's all he's all perfect in his own uh, uh, from the outside, from the inside. He's a he's a fucking mess. But on the outside, he look, he's all perfect. He gets everything he wants, and he can he can break he can bend the rules as much as he wants and not and get away with just about everything. Yeah, and of course, and like just to prove that point, even his homeboy, his close friend, Ron, salty as fuck, and he gonna be salty for like half the movie. So, That's the Ron is a Ron is a jackass in this moment. I'll go, you know, go on and get into. I'm gonna let y'all just go and do y'all thing. Cause she said the exact same thing. Ron is a fucking jackass throughout the first <laughs> third, two thirds of this movie. He's a jackass about being uh, about um thinking that Harry would have the capability to even put his fucking name in this goblet. How the fuck do you think he would be able to do this shit? And, it, and then on top of that, he's being a jackass about about um not uh, just asking Hermione out. Just mm-hmm. ask her out. Jackass! He's scared, Chris. He ain't got the juice yet. He ain't fucked with Tupac, man. He's a jackass. <laughs> hey, Nita, how tell him going and let him know your feelings about Ron. You were saying he's shit. He's just being annoying. He's being a little whiny bitch. Woo! Let it go. Like you're not Harry Potter. Like get over it. It's fine. He he wouldn't have even even if he could have put. He's like, oh, you didn't tell me. It's like he obviously didn't tell you because he didn't do it. So why do you not even believe your own friend when they're telling you that they didn't do something, but that's supposed to be your best friend? Is he like every motherfucking year you always the spotlight? I want some of that shine too, Harry. Like I was texting you last night when I was watching it, like. Ron is a fucking jackass in this movie. <laughs> I love it. He gives me Samwise vibes in this. Who? <laughs> From uh, Lord of Rings. 
Oh, you know, that shit is, that's long gone out of my head. His friend, uh, Frodo's friend. Oh, the potatoes dude. Yep. Okay, that's all. I, that, that's your whole character to me is potatoes. That's all <laughs> I got for you. Potatoes. That's it. I'm telling you. It's, all I think is that and the whole speech from Clerks too. Like, that's all I got for you. <laughs> Won't get into it because she ain't never seen that movie. And I'm sure it's coming up at some point. Man, I should have that should have been my Patreon pick. Well, Chris, we'll get to it at the end of the show, but we only have like five left, so you'll get your chance real soon. Next year, it begins again. But Chris, yo, time to get that skeet on, because it's a chick named Rita Skeeter, which made me laugh a lot every time they said her name. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, skeet, skeet, motherfucker! Oh, oh, oh skeet! It t- made me think of cousin Skeeter more than anything. Or Skeeter from Doug, one of those two. I forgot about yeah, Skeeter from Doug. Unlocking memories, folks. <laughs> and you need to tell me about that skeet. This <laughs> 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 is her motto she chose his life, folks. Sometimes I wonder how I got here. <laughs> I don't I don't know if I asked for this. No, you definitely asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> uh what are we talking about that ski oh <laughs> um what's his name's little crush no 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 <laughs> the, 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 the interviewer her name was oh. rita skeeter why what what is she just interviewing what? harry in the little cubby thing yeah no okay That's what you're talking about. Of 14. yeah she fucking his age which is pissing him off making him even younger she's yeah, spreading she tried, lies she She's trying to do the reporter thing where she wanted to kind of like up the story more. Yeah, she TMZ in that shit. They got wizard TMZ. He got the letter back from Sirius and then another hilarious CG effect. Your boy Gary Oldman comes to talk to Harry Potter through the fireplace. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I don't remember what he tells he him, though. Him, don't, don't, don't send Hedwig anymore. They, they know what, they know what, she, what she looks like now. That's right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, be careful because somebody out there, because if you ain't put your name in there, somebody plotting. And we all know who plotting. So, I mean, <laughs> plot. Deal with that shit. Hagrid wants, you know, Ron dealing some more whole shit. He got Hermione doing the middleman thing for him. Like, well, tell Harry. Or whatever the fuck he was talking about. Pretty much just talk about trying to tell Harry about the dragons at first, but he don't want to he don't want to fuck with them because he's being a fucking jackass. There you go. Being a little bitty bitch, as we used to like. basically tells him to go meet Hagrid. Yeah, he meets up with Hagrid. Hagrid has him put on his little sheet or whatever invisibility sheet, and he's what is what is the chick's name? Is it like Maxine or something? I, I could I think I got her yeah, name. Yeah, Maxine. She's the head. She's the head mistress for the um for the Bobatton Academy. Yeah, so for the Mary Poppins girl, and she taller than Hagrid. She tall as fuck. She like what nine foot some shit, eight foot, <laughs> seven I foot munch. Nine. But that's probably because Hagrid's only, I think, half giant. Oh, is he? He's a half giant? I didn't know he was a... Oh. Yeah, he even said, he even said his, um, uh, when he was talking to her, I think, ooh, it might be a little spoiler, but he said he, his dad was um, uh, died when he was in school and he was, oh. a, he was a normal sized dude and his mom oh, was a giant. Oh, yeah. I remember him saying he like picked him up when he was six and laid him on a dresser or some shit like that. Something like that. But fuck all that. They out there flirting, but Harry see them dragons out there. So, you know, the first test he going to do it, in, or first, I don't know what the fuck you would call yeah. this shit. The first events in the tournament is going to deal with dragons. 
And every- dragon tails, dragon tails. And they make it a point to let you know, like, the most dangerous one is the horned tail. And guess which one he's going to get, folks? No surprise. The Hungarian horned tail. The horny mm-hmm. tail. <laughs> okay, so who who made the badges that says Potter Stinks? Because everybody got on badges that say that. Who who made those? Was it Ron? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it was. I I, I think somebody somebody's effectively doing it um, to do... Uh, Somebody randomly started a smear campaign on him when he was um since he they they still everybody seems to think that he put his name in the goblet somehow. So it wasn't Edgar. Just, Edgar didn't do it either. Then no, he was just playing along with the shit. Oh, oh yeah, and they turn they go from Cedric. They're like, oh Cedric fans, and then it like magically switches to like Potter stinks. So it's like mm-hmm. all the Cedric fans. Probably Cedric friends probably yeah. made it. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't Malfoy? I don't know. Malfoy also gets turned into a ferret in this scene. Yeah, the uh, the Mad Eye goes fucking crazy on him and shit. Turns him into a ferret. <laughs> I guess because the whole time it's actually Doctor Who under there, so he's like, "Nigga, who you fucking with?" Which mm-hmm. now is a little weird when you think back on it, because technically Malfoy's dad and oh yeah, that's true. Him are friends, like they're both a part of the little. Maybe that's why he knew he can get that he off. May like, he may not like Lucius in the first place, so oh yeah, maybe. I was like, I was like, maybe it's like that thing when, like, when we was kids, and you, like, you had, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, like, you hung out, like, mom's best friend or something, if you had bad at her house, she allowed to whoop you, because that's mom's homie. Maybe it's the same type of deal, where it's like, that's my man, so if you fuck up, I'm going to turn you into a fairy and make you go into your friend's balls, or whatever the hell happened in that scene. Pretty much. <laughs> traveling around it, traveling around in his pants and shit. That's right. The sisterhood of them traveling pants, Chris. There you go. Watch that. I know, you ever seen that movie? Oh yeah! I was say I knew that was a Nina movie right there. Oh my gosh! Yes, <laughs> you read the book too? No, never. Ah, uh, didn't go full force. No. Chris, what are Harry Potter's yep. strengths? Because that's what Mad Eye is asking. Him. Um, he's a fair flyer. He's a, a more than fair, as well from what I've heard. From what <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> so that's what he's going to use. I'm broom. Yeah, but you're out a wand. Yeah, you could like make a broom, you jackass, or something like that. You forgetting you motherfuckers are wizards and can just do magic shit. Like, yeah, it's a multiple times in this movie. I was like, why don't he just do this? He has the power to at least. As I thought he did. I don't know. He's still oh, yeah. a wizard yeah, he, in training. He can do something, though. He can do something. Do what now? He can use the wand to call the broom. Yeah, so I'm saying something. Even if he can't make one, like at least bring the motherfucker, like bring your bitch ass over here, kiss or something like that. Like do something. But whatever, because the, the tournament is about to start, and Hermione is nervous for her homie, and she goes over there and gives him a hug because they, as like usual with everything at this damn school, you can die here. Like we don't give <laughs> mm-hmm. a fuck about your safety. Like you might die. So she goes over there. We'll do our best to say, but uh, there's a ten percent chance you still die. You're gonna die. Somebody going. Somebody's dying. I thought, honestly, God, I thought the girl was gonna die. I should have known it was gonna be Twilight dude because he got to go be a vampire. But somebody was gonna die. <laughs> the little TMZ chick, little skeet skeet, comes in there and she takes a picture while Hermione and Harry is hugging, and she's doing a little thing for a newspaper, like, "Oh, look at this young love." And of course, they ain't with that because they just friends. They ain't smashing or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. The wizard TMZ, basically. Yeah. Uh, he's over here. Uh, where's he? Uh, uh, Hermione's over here flip flopping around with uh, our old resident Harry Potter. 
It's John made her money out to be a little skis or something because she's like, oh, she was fucking with Hurry. Now she's fucking with Drago, whatever the fuck his name is. What was his fucking crumb? Fuck. It's <laughs> kept calling him Drago. That's what he reminded me of. But uh, they have to, they're, how the fuck was it? I don't know what it was called. It's probably some fucking name for it. It's a dragon bag is what I called it. They got to reach inside this bag. Whatever dragon they pull out is the one they got to have beef with for this challenge. And of course, like she alluded to earlier, he picks the hardest one. So that's what he got to go deal with. And the whole scheme is that these motherfuckers is guarding a giant uh, like gold egg. And you got to mm-hmm. either defeat the dragon and get it or outsmart the dragon. You just need to get that motherfucking egg. And so his strength was flying. So he calls his broom and they go flying all around the school doing all kind of property damage and shit. And then eventually, I think he has the dragon that like falls into a crevasse or something like that. He fell into a pit, like Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and then he just goes and gets the egg after that, and everybody's all happy and cheering and everything. All the four of them won, actually. Nobody, because I thought at first that this shit was elimination style until Anita told me it was just like by points, like Smash Brothers or something like that. <laughs> so, I so all four of them win, so they're all can continue. I don't know if they they're all tied for first. I guess I don't know how that works. But next, it's a, it's time. That's probably time. That's why they got their event thing on there. So whoever got it faster, yeah. they just weren't carried to do it. Since he's he's the fourth one, the the odd man out in this. Yeah, we'll see what happens there. Because like I said, like Chris said, he's not even supposed to. He's not even supposed to be here. But he's there anyway. But yeah, all four win, and they tell them like the, the clue to you know how to beat the next challenges in this egg, and we'll figure that out later. But first, did y'all do y'all like Ron anymore after he apologizes? Does this redeem Ron for you? Because he goes up and tells homie like you know I know it couldn't have been you, man. I was bugging my bad partner. We good, right? How y'all feel about it? y'all still fuck with Ron? Did he apologize? Well, that's why I put in my notes. I put in brackets. I apologize. It still don't make him less of a jackass. No, Amber shouldn't have been. It shouldn't have been here in the first place. What are you doing? A guy apology. That's why Hermione even just looks over. She's like, "A oh, boys or some shit like that." <laughs> this is how guys apologize. Like, you know, my bad, man. I was tripping. All right, shit, man. I'm just, I'm just tired of seeing you always shining, though. Like, can I get they some shine? It. Shit. They do. They do Ron's character better, uh, a lot better uh, later on. Uh oh. Thing, kind of, sort of, but there's a reason for it. You mean later on in this movie or later on in the series? Later on in the series. Oh, okay. There's more of a reason for it later on. Of him being salty? He's still yeah. salty later on in the He's so. Oh, this ain't the end of the salty. No. Oh, okay. Later on in the series, though. Yeah. We yeah. shall see. This, this, is just him being a, this is just him being a jackass. I'm curious. Now you have piqued my curiosity, sir. Now we at the halfway point, right? It's like eight movies. I'm telling you, he's basically Samwise. Like he's that's his whole. Idea. He can't be Samwise if he ain't had no potatoes yet. Potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know for that character. But well, Ron, I guess life is just getting Ron back anyway because he gets a gown came in from his mom, and that gown looked like the Michael Jackson scarecrow costume from The Wiz. <laughs> I was surprised he actually wore that shit. At the Yule Ball, they announced. There's like a little ball going on out of... I, d- this has been in no movie before, right? No. They say no, it's a yearly thing, but I ain't never seen this shit. No, it's it's yeah. a it's a thing that ties with the tournament. Oh, it's with the tournament. How often does yeah. the tournament happen then? I ain't heard that shit like, either. I, oh, every five. Okay. All right, I give it that then. Right. That's what I would think. It may be like every three to five years or something like that. Yeah, it's not a year. No, okay. Well, fuck it. But it's the annual ball that goes along with the tournament. So just... It all ties it. And it's the Yule Ball because it's Christmas, folks. 
So everybody, because she makes um, whatever McGonagall, whatever fuck her name is, she mm-hmm. tells them like, y'all got to get up here and y'all got to dance. And all the girls are like, oh my god, yeah. And there's the dudes all just kind of turning like, oh shit. <laughs> but she uh she makes Ron go up there and dance with her, and they're all clowning. His brothers is clowning him and shit. But they really get clowned because now they got to find dates, and they can't find no dates, Chris. Dick. Uh, this is all. This also kind of makes ha- Ron and Harry both look like jackasses because they because they both little scared asses can't can't ask can't ask nobody for, on a date. Well, they, well, ju- well Harry, Harry redeems himself. I was about he, say, he did. He just he waited just, too long because mm-hmm. he went out. We say his name was Cho. Joe. Joe. Cho. 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 Okay. Well, well, he went and asked Cho, and she couldn't go because she already got asked by Calm. No, Cedric. No, no that's Cedric. Cedric. Sorry, I'm thinking the wrong person. Twilight. Mm-hmm. I got to keep calling him Twilight. That's how I remember his and name. And then Ron tries to slide some half-ask to Hermione, but she had already been asked by Crumb. He was then, he was using her as the backup. He like, look, I can't get no dates. Like, I'm sure Hermione ain't got anybody asking Hermione goofy-ass on no date. I'll just ask her. And she like, man, for your information, motherfucker, I got a date. <laughs> she doesn't say who, though. Mm-hmm. But then he, I guess... um, he randomly yells for to try to ask Flo out, and she and he then he runs away, so he don't know if she said yes or no. Oh yeah, they don't show that on screen. They just talk about it later. That's all right. Yeah, he got I got scarred and just like yell. I she said he like screamed it at her and then ran away. They should have yeah. filmed that. I'd love to see that part. That, that would have been hilarious. I, I would I would have I would have given him a point for that. Being a even though he's been a jackass all movie, I would I would have given him a point for that. Yeah. But there's been these these two like I don't know if they're twins or not, but these two girls, little Indian girls, have been walking past Harry like multiple times. And every time they're like, "Hi, Harry," in unison. And so I mm-hmm. guess at one point his brain finally clicks, like, "Oh, hey, maybe they want to go." They've been like talking and trying to holler at me the whole goddamn movie. And so and there's two of them. So Ron, I got you like a true homie, even though you've been on some bullshit. I got you, homie. <laughs> bullshit. Now, the whole time while I was watching this scene, just it reminded me of school back in the days. I remember like around prom time in high school, everybody was doing this same shit. They're like, oh, man, I don't know who to ask, bro. Oh, man, should I go? Should I ask her? I'm like, and they're asking me like, motherfucker, I'm the wrong person to ask these type of questions to. Like, if you want to try it, go for it. I'm not going, so I don't give a fuck. Did you go to prom? You didn't either, Chris, did you? Nope. So everybody like to fuck with me like it's just me. I just thought about that. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't go. Honestly, I've, I probably was the Harry in this situation, too, because the girl I asked, I asked too late, too. So Aww. I felt him on that. But then on top of that, they, they said it was a, a cover charge to get into the prom. So I was, I was like, fuck <laughs> stay home. I ain't paying that shit. Chris's family, like a motherfucker, because that would be me, too. Like, I'm not paying to get into this shit. Oh, my God. Like, no, no, Chris, that's, we're, we're my, but, no, give me. Chris, know what's up. Later is that. People sneaking in there anyway. Very true. Do you regret not going, Chris? I mean, eh, I, not, <laughs> not really. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I feel, I don't feel like I probably would have gone uh, would have gone any different if I had gone. <laughs> what you mean? You would have had a life well, experience, like you would have. I mean, it, had a memory. I would have experience, but then I, I. I really didn't fuck with anybody at at, my, at school anyway. My the fr- one friend I did have, uh, w- uh, didn't go to the school anymore. He had transferred out like his junior year, so. So you wouldn't have had no homies there to hang with either. 
Yeah. I can't say that. All my peoples when I just didn't go over. I don't think I don't even think PJ went. If I remember, I gotta ask PJ. I know. I think Cameron went to multiple. <laughs> Cameron went to several probably. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't I know. Ones. That's my dad too. My dad told me when he grew up, they went. To, he went to like multiple proms too. I'm like, y'all crazy as hell. I don't want to go to a prom. About the memory. I got enough memories already. Memories. Memories <laughs> that I don't need. I don't know. Like I said, once 3 30 o'clock hit, y'all not seeing me no more. For real. Rap. See, I got a crazy. Chris, Chris know what's up. I'm 3 o'clock? Goodbye. Even even my extracurriculars was like, uh, y'all got me till y'all got me till about 3 o'clock and I'm out. Bye. Nah, I do what the fuck is fuck extracurricular. My extracurricular is getting the fuck home. That's that's my goal. <laughs> I seen this fucking TikTok. I, it made me laugh so hard because it's it feels exactly how I am. Cause it was like you know, when five o'clock hit, dude was like in the middle of a Zoom meeting. And it said four fifty nine. The moment five o'clock hit, he st- stopped mid sentence and just shut his laptop screen and walked away. I'm like, exactly. Y'all better have that shit done by five. At five, I am leaving. I don't give a fuck what I'm doing. If I wasn't, if I, if I wasn't fucking management, <laughs> that's that's why I, when I was a shift lead, it was like, ugh. But now it's like legit. I was working on the fucking machine. I was screwing some. I was screwing some screws back. And I saw I said five o'clock. My alarm went up. I threw that screwdriver down. I was like, I'll be back tomorrow. That shit ain't See, going nowhere. See ya. I'm out. <laughs> but yeah, so all that just to say they having trouble getting dates. But they do, unlike me and Chris, they do go to the ball. And mm-hmm. they just asked the little chicks that was going by. But they're like backup reserve girlies. So they're not going to be very happy with their decision as we'll find out later on. So yeah, I, I, we already skipped that post. So he asked girlie out. She said no. Ron tries on his robe. It looks like a sucker. And you get to the dance, and this is where you find out that Hermione, because everybody's like, oh, I forget. I think it's the girl that Harry is with. It's like, oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. But he looking at Cho, and so he's like, yeah, she is. She's like, no, Nick, behind you. And you see Hermione on the steps, and then your boy Clam comes and mm-hmm. you know through, wraps the arm around her, and Ron and Harry salty as a motherfucker. Harry's happy for her. Ron is a Ron is was he? bitch jackass. He seen, I thought he was salty too at first. I thought he was salty because it was due. I thought it was. Ron was salty because he really wanted to fucking go with her. And I thought Harry was sorry just because she was with Drago, whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-mm, I don't think he was salty. He wasn't salty. Well, Ron is salty. I know that. Yeah, Ron was salty. Well, tell, I, I'll take it back. Harry's salty for old girl Cho being with somebody else because he was giving some funny looks, but I guess that was more yeah. towards that. He's salty because he, he, he probably thought Cedric was a homie. He go, he's like, you want to ask her out before me? <laughs> just don't bite her neck. That's all. <laughs> But they get snuck attacked by old girl saying like, hey, um, you know, this dance we doing, the champions go out there and dance first. So, uh, yeah, y'all need to go on out there and get that dance. And well, they go told out there. Them that she- yeah, no, they, they, she was like, nobody told you? She's like, no. She's like, oh, well, I just told you now. Get the fuck out there. <laughs> and they go out there and slow wine, but no Tony, Tony, Tony plan, unfortunately. And mm. I think everybody just starts to join in after a while. Like, cause I was shocked. I thought they was gonna have their whole little dance with the song, but then everybody just says, fuck it, and starts joining in. It's Hagrid and a tall girly go in there. Uh Neville and I think he was with the sister or whatever. Ginny. Yeah, yep. there you go. He's with the sister. They go out there, everybody just start dancing. And then smash cut to some uh some wizard rock, I guess for lack of a better term. I didn't expect to see a rock band, but I guess wizards get hyped too. I mean, you gotta have something for the kiddies too. 
I guess so. And they got the little wizard. The ride. music teacher is um, crowd surfing. Oh, yeah, the leprechaun. Yeah, I, I didn't realize until this movie that that's the, um, I, Warwick Davis, that's his name. The guy that played leprechaun is the little music conductor in this movie. Go back. We've done three leprechaun movies on the podcast. We Of course, we did the two hood ones, but then we did the first one too. Go back and listen to them. <laughs> and uh, yeah, okay, yeah, there's my note right there. It says Ron is Saudi. What'd you say? I said the first one is probably what made Jennifer Aniston, well, we let pe- made people look at her. And she'll never fucking claim what you just said either. It's going to be friends, Chris. <laughs> Nobody saw Leprechaun. You know they did. Mm-hmm. My favorite Leprechaun fact is still the fact that they made two Leprechaun in the Hood movies because they looked at video store stats and saw that black people loved renting the Leprechaun movies. That's why there's two Hood ones. I love that statistic. Wow. <laughs> and it's true because if you listen to old school hip hop, they do reference horror movies a lot. Especially Red mm-hmm. Man. Go listen to some Red Man. Does Office Space be after Friends? Office Space is during Friends, if oh. I because I think that's ninety nine, if I'm not mistaken. And Friends was definitely on in ninety nine. Yeah, it's like not. I think Friends was like from ninety two to twenty eleven, something like that. Twenty eleven? It was on that damn long. 20, 20, I, well, it was like ninety two to actually might have been just like ten years. No, it was only ten it years. It was ten years. Like, ninety four to oh four. Ninety four to oh four. Why was I was so off? I was about to say what? <laughs> Yeah, Office Space was 99. Ford and Sleep said 2011. I'm thinking, because I'm thinking, I think Friends and Flash were back to back in my head. Oh, I mean, yeah, they re-ran the fuck out of it. It was definitely on TV in 2011, but there weren't no new episodes, though. Unless you watch Mm -hmm. Joey or something. It's just like her show. She's like Seinfeld. It's like it's always, it's never been off TV. It's always on some channel somewhere. Oh, my God, yes. Like, TBS is like the home of Friends, home of Seinfeld, all that. Big Bang Theory, you know, that's been off for a while. Yeah. Now they play that shit constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, some shows just never go away. Oh, Ron is Saudi again about Hermione. Because she even tells him at one point, because he's like out in the hallway talking shit. She's like, maybe if your bitch ass, like, if your bitch ass is going to be mad, how about next time you just ask me before somebody else does, you jackass? And that's when I, that's when I was like, oh. There you go. That's proved my point of what I said two movies ago. They're going to be fucking at some point. So I was like, thank you for verifying that movie. That is exactly what he fucking deserved instead of just stop being a jackass and he should have asked her in the first place. Yeah. And so there you go. I'm sure, like I said, that'll be led up with in future movies. But I did laugh. It's not supposed to be funny, but I did laugh because she starts like crying on the steps. And there's like another two girls crying on the steps above. I'm like, is this just like the crying steps where the girls like have bad dates? Everybody's all on these one set of steps. You want to know the only person that actually had a good date though? It was oh, was it Neville? Yep. There you go. That's what I'm saying. They gave him they gave him some little character. He ain't just a bumblefuck the whole movie this time. He gets mm-hmm. some. He got his little date on. He got to have the little moment with the spider. He gonna tell Harry about that weed. He gonna do to make him breathe underwater. All kind I of shit. I think by the end of the series, I'm gonna have a fact for you that will like probably blow your mind a little bit oh well, we'll see we got four more movies to go <laughs> right now harry having nightmares though he had a nightmare of the beginning of the movie and he took the place of the old man so that shit happens again but then his boy uh cedric oh edgar edward whatever is he catches him in the hallway and he's like hey thanks for that hint you gave me about that uh dragon shit and i got a hint for you go check out the bathroom or bathtubs whatever because that egg he got, it's supposed to have a clue, but every time he opened it, it like yells at him and shit. So he's mm-hmm. like, yo, go take the egg to the bathroom, son. And it's so a he, good place to take a bath. There you go. And he goes into the bathroom. He's in there in the, in the bath. He opens up it again, and it's still yelling at him. So he like, I don't know what the fuck you want me to do, but what the fuck is her name? Moaning the little ghost. Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle trying to get some moaning in. 
Cause she looking over there at Harry Potter naked under them bubbles. She like, ooh, <laughs> hey. Fit that she was looking at Cedric too. He's like, by the time she said, by the time he figured it out, it was like no bubbles left. Oh yeah, before he figured out what he was supposed to do with that, she was like, there's almost no bubbles left. And she made the little face like, yeah, I saw, I saw his dick. So that's basically <laughs> what she was saying. But he's, you know, all the little hints and shit. And I think eventually she's like, man, just put the goddamn thing in the water and open it. And it's like, oh. And he puts it under there and opens it and it like sings or something. Yeah, it like sings a song that gives him a clue on basically that he's going to have to be underwater. Yeah, so challenge. hold your breath for an hour, basically. Which even Tom Cruise ain't going to do. Well, actually, he didn't even do it in that fucking Mission Impossible where he no, technically died there, too. <laughs> well, girl, Rebecca Ferguson ain't coming here and save his ass. So that's when he's going to find out. I need something to be able to breathe that's underwater. What happened? I think that I'm Tom Cruise. Oh. <laughs> One of my favorite little Vine videos to this day. But yeah, he has to run a hurry up and run out that bathtub, though, because Myrtle trying to do some Ghostbusters shit, if you know what I'm talking about, the Harry Potter in that water. I was like, somebody... She's about to show it's strange in the neighborhood. Well, you see, you, you, well, your boy got that ghost toppy in that movie. That was pretty much what Harry was about to get if he didn't get about that bathtub. But uh, he he goes and he's trying to figure out... I think he... he experience. Do what happened? Would have been an out-of-body experience. <laughs> Yo, I'm not going to say nothing else. But... <laughs> They go, they go to the libraries. They trying to figure out what the fuck going to give me some like breath underwater. And Neville actually comes through there and tells him about some gillyweed, which I didn't put that in my head until I saw the gills. I'm like, oh, gillyweed. Oh, ho, 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 ho. I see what you did there. <laughs> but they get into the, the next thing. Like I said, it's a big ass pond or lake, whatever the fuck it is. They got to go underwater. And they said that we stole something from all four people and they got to go get it back. And just to show how insane these fucking people are, it ain't inanimate objects like a watch or nothing. It's fucking people just drowning underwater. And Chris, I'm going to ask you, because I asked her, and she said it was implied, so I want to see, to just fucking spoil ahead, because like I said, he's going to go under there and save. For him, it's Ron. For Drago, it's Hermione. For the chick, it's her sister. And for Cedric, it's the Asian chick? Is that who it was? Mm-hmm. Okay. It was slow, yeah. It was, slow. It was Joe, I mean. Okay, so... That's what they got to save. They go through all the fuckery. The girl ends up, Mary Poppins loses real quick. So she mm-hmm. ain't saving nobody. Twilight goes down there and saves Girlie. The, the dude turns into like a shark. I think it saves Hermione. Mm-hmm. They call it the bubblehead charm, which makes no damn sense. Yeah, was, oh, no, that was, Cedric. that was Cedric. Never mind. Okay. So He just had the transfiguration into a shark, I guess. Oh, I was like, I just saw a shark and I was like, what the fuck? I thought it was coming to kill Harry Potter, but now I was like, oh, that's one of them. But the Hermione was worse for him yeah yeah but he gets down there so he got to get wrong but since old girl fucked up does that mean her sister was gonna die chris were they gonna really leave her ass underwater was they gonna feed her to the mermaids that's a good question okay. i mean i mean dumbledore might might have just like like uh did something and saved her uh just shot the water or something and brought her back up like uh, like he did but otherwise but i don't think, know but i when when she actually does get saved, she's like so thankful yeah, to she, Harry and Ron because she's like, oh, you didn't have to save her. Like she wasn't yours to save and mm-hmm. you did it anyway. Like she was implying that she was never going to see her again because she didn't save her. So I'm like, yeah, are you really going to kill? First off, did you kidnap people? Did they know? Put them under a spell and then put them underwater. Yeah, like were they just <laughs> sleeping in a bed? Oh, and they might have just, just uh, 
done the, the mer- given the mermaids permission to do something like that. I'm not sure. That's what I'm saying. It's like some fuckery going on here because it's like, were you? Did you like take them out of their sleep and put them in under the fucking water to drown? And then if they didn't get to the people, were you going to let them die? Like fuck this school, man. I couldn't figure that out. I didn't know if I missed the line where they was like, oh, we'll go back and get them. But you know, like, no, they was, she was going to die. Yeah. And then when Cedric and Cho came up, Cho was like, when they came into the water, she was like, yeah, we did it. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you excited that you could have potentially died? I didn't die, though. <laughs> but did you die, though? <laughs> I would have been pissed. I would have been like, what the hell happened? How did I get here? And said, what this to me? It's a 10% you'll die. Man. She just came out the water, pointed at Dumbledore, and was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> Has she been? Is this is this the first time we seeing her in this movie? Cho, I don't remember ever seeing her. Is she a Hogwarts person? No, it's not her first time. Okay, so I was like, I never saw this chick before that. But yeah, Harry Potter ends up having to say Ron and the sister, and like I said, the the Mary Poppins chick comes and she's super happy. She's like, "Thank you," because they was gonna kill my fucking sister, bro. But uh, there's a guy named Mister Crotch. Is that his name? Mister Couch. Crouch. Oh, Crouch. Crouch. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought he's a Mr. Crotch for a minute. But he's with the Ministry of Magic, right? Yeah, basically deals with foreign affairs and shit. Yeah, his ass is dead in the forest. He dead, he die. It's, I think Harry goes to go talk to Dumbledore about it. He ends up getting, he legit falls into a flashback. And you see that dude in like a, what's that? What that is that a courtroom? What the fuck was this? Yeah, it's like a, it was basically a Supreme Court jury room, basically. Yeah, Igor was on trial for being accused of being a um, a Death Eater. Oh, Igor is the dude that's like training Drago, right? Yeah, he's the headmaster of the okay. Dirschlag Academy, whatever there it's called. You, there you go. But yeah, all that to say, all that to come out and say he's like, oh, there's one more Death Watch here, and it's uh, your son. Like, you, we'll let you off the hook if you snitch, if you snitch out more Death Eaters. Oh yeah, he starts telling on everybody. He Takashi like a motherfucker out here because he ended up pointing out Doctor Who and the twist here is you found out that Doctor Who is this dude's son and he's one of the mm-hmm. bad guys. You know they when they show the beginning that little flashback, you obviously you see his face, so you know I knew Doctor Who was bad from the beginning. So I, I guess the just the twist is you knew he's bad, but you didn't know he was his son, though. I guess is the thing there. No, they mentioned it in the beginning too. That Did like, they? yeah, because when Moody is talking to Harry about something, I can't remember what point it was, but he goes, "Yeah, um, what's his name? Crouch is the only person to sentence his son to Azkaban." Oh, so okay. It's like I do remember hearing that, that. So this is only a surprise for Harry, not us, then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Well, that this makes is sense. more contact. This is basically more context. You for just us. actually get to see, be like, I see it. what happened. Yeah. Okay. Well, that works. Then all right. Uh, Snape thinks Harry jacked his ass because he's in there talking to Igor in the closet, and he's like, "Hey, you've been taking my little potions." He's like, "Man, I don't know what you're talking about. I ain't take, take shit. All of you skin, ain't you? You know, you find the find juice. Out. Like the juice is loose, motherfucker. I'm gonna find you. I'm gonna catch your ass. Mm-hmm. And of course, we all know it's not Harry doing it. You do it. Who is it? Oh, you'll find out later. Hedge maze. That's the last trial in the decathlon for these wizards. You just basically got to get to the end. It's like a regular ass hedge maze. I wanted so bad to see Jack Nicholson running through this bitch with an axe, but this ain't the shining, unfortunately. That made it better. It's Johnny. But here's another question for you, because I don't remember if I saw her at the end or not. Did the did the Mary Poppins chick die? No. Did they show her? She came out. They showed her. Okay. Because she gets eaten by the fucking trees in this place. And I was like, oh, they can die here, too. She, you see her at the end of the movie, babe. Did I? Yes. I don't remember. Crumb does, too. 
Everyone survives. Uh, I, don't I remember seeing dude because he told girly like, hey, you remember write to me, baby? He gave her the number and shit. Yeah. Oh, she did kiss your boy. That's right. Okay, I remember yeah. now. I remember now. I probably even wrote that down. Sister and her kiss from. Yeah. All right. Well, she. I, well, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not gonna say. It. But she seemingly died, and your boy Crom got like some. He got the Scorpion oh, Mortal Kombat eyes too. The standings at the begin at the beginning of the hedge maze, um, in the in the tournament. I guess uh, Harry and Cedric are are first tied like, for tie first, for and then everybody else is last. I guess they're tied for so last. They, so, <laughs> so they get to go. They get to go in first. Yeah, they and, go in. And, like I said, Gurley dies almost immediately. Oh, wait, we skipped over integral part. The, how he got ahead? Because remember when he saved? When he saved? Um, he saved what's his name, people, sister. So they and they're like, you know what? This is actually going to put you ahead of Crom because what he did was so morally great yeah so we're gonna place you and people were kind of mad about that they oh oh when that happened because he was like oh you know harry potter's supposed to be in like third or fourth but you know what since he say two people gonna put him in second i legit looked at the tv i was like fix fix (laughs) like this is what nobody would like harry potter no nobody would like this motherfucker i would hate this motherfucker (laughs) yeah it would be pretty annoying at that point like he get to second place (laughs) You would think he's like a goody two shoes, too, too perfect for his own good. Like get the fuck away from me, bro. But yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah, fuck Harry Potter. But yeah, they're inside the hedge maze. Girly gets eaten. Um, Crumb ends up being like possessed, and he's trying to kill people, and they end up fucking him up. But then your boy from Twilight, he's like doing some treacherous shit, trying to stop Harry Potter. But then he ends up getting almost eaten by the hedge maze, and Harry Potter had he had like his little Darth Vader, Luke Skywalker moment. He's gonna choose the dark <laughs> side or the light side. Am I gonna let this motherfucker get eaten? And just go get the goddamn goblet because it's right there. Or will I save him? And of course, since he's the good guy, he goes and saves his ass. You know, now it ain't even really that treacherous. I guess maybe he didn't know that in the moment, though. Because he's like, the girl and them got eaten and they was fine. So he could have let his ass just get eaten. He probably, honestly, God would have saved his life by not saving his fucking life. Because then he wouldn't have got transported with him. Actually, facts. Like, real shit. Now that I think about it, you should have let his ass just get eaten. That's a really good point. I just they just hit me as I was talking about it. Like you would have saved that man's life, but he had to die and go do Twilight anyway. So fuck it. So, but again, like I said, he they end up both going to the goblet. They both grab it at the same time. Whoever grabbed it first was the winner. But since they both grabbed it, they both get teleported. But they end up at that graveyard from the very beginning of the movie where you saw the title come up. And uh, mm-hmm. was it what the fuck's name? Gray Worm. Where the fuck his name was? Worm. Worm butt. Worm tail. He's mm-hmm. there. And he got baby Voldemort in his hand. And I laughed out loud when I saw baby Voldemort. <laughs> Not as cute as the baby from motherfucking Mandalorian, but it reminded me of it. <laughs> I laughed how quick it was because I didn't expect it. He caught me off guard. I didn't expect this real shit. But he tells old boy, he's like, hey, uh, keep Harry alive. Kill that motherfucker, though. And he just immediately, Cedric gets no hits in. Just, you're dead now. Just bite. Get fuck out of here. He does an abracadabra move and kills his ass immediately. It's like, damn. I was, when I saw that, but I, I was like, fuck. And I was like, he get no hits in. He's just like, you die. And like, no hesitation. He's like, oh, kill him. Okay, blow. You're dead now. <laughs> I had to rewind it. I was like, fuck. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I laughed out loud at it. Like, <laughs> it's like, we need him to go be a vampire, so you go home now. But they also bring, he, he had the, what was it? He does his whole little spell. He like cuts Harry Potter's arm. He puts some bones in the pot. He puts his own. He, I thought he was gonna cut off like I thought he was gonna do like the Yakuza shit and just cut his pinky off or something. He cuts his whole fucking hand off and throws it in there. And all of that shit comes together and brings Voldemort back to life. Finally, 
Got your main yep. bad guy in these goddamn movies. Only took four fucking movies to bring this fucker back. But finally. Yeah, the, well, he's finally a whole person, basically. Yeah, pretty much. He's finally a presence here. The ritual was, I think, uh, said the bones of a of 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 a uh, family unwillingly well unwillingly. It was given. that dude, wasn't it? That Tom dude bones, wasn't it? Or that was the gravestone. His, his, his father's bones. Okay, daddy bones. Yeah. And then and then uh, his hand, uh, the servant's hand, unwillingly or willingly given, or the servant's flesh willingly given, uh-huh. and then the enemy's flesh, uh, enemy's uh, blood unwillingly taken there you go all that shit came together to like make voltron motherfuckers voldemort is back and he mm-hmm. immediately just brings his homies there he brings the clan they all start showing up around the way but he talking mad shit to me like bro y'all ain't do shit to bring your boy back this motherfucking worm butt dude had to do all the work he's like snatching their little masks off and he gets to one dude and come to find out his motherfucking draco's daddy is one of the mm-hmm. bad guys which is not surprising in the slightest <laughs> Just here, as a, a fucking uh, Death Eater. I will say, legit, I, I fucked up because he's got. There's so many names to try to remember. When he said Lucius, I thought he was talking about uh, Hans Gruber. I thought that's who that was for a quick second. I was like, oh shit! And then they showed his face. I'm like, oh no, it's the other guy. He mentions Crab and Goyle's parents too. I think. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that is. The ones that run what? after Draco all the time. Oh, them dudes. Okay. Yeah, he always calls them by their last name. His parents are Death Eaters. Ah, oh, that don't surprise me. So just fuck his whole crew then, basically. <laughs> Fuck all the Slytherin, basically. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, but um, he they're all he cool, and he, but your man's in the background start talking shit. He's like, man, move something about Voldemort. And he's like, oh, chef, forgot you was there. He's like, what's up, homie? How you doing, Harry? Couldn't have did this without mm. you, Playboy. And uh, he he gives Wormtail his, his hand back. Did, see, she ain't never seen it yet, but it made me laugh, Chris, because he ends up giving Homeboy his hand back because he cut it off for him, and he basically gives him the T one thousand hand. Is exactly what it looked like. Should turn that shit into a blade, like Terminator. We got short Terminator two. She ain't never seen it. We got to watch that one day. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. But uh, it's it's universally a favorite out there. It's part, I think it's part of like uh, top ten, top twenty movies of all time. I think it still is. Yeah. It's one of those movies. Where, it's one of the rare movies where people say the sequel was better than the original. You know that don't happen often. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, yeah. It's Voldemort start talking mad shit to Harry Potter, and he's like, "Yeah, you know your mom's. She sacrificed all. He actually he called it your mud butt mom, whatever he called her. That you you muggle mom. Yeah, she's like she sacrificed her the ultimate sacrifice to save you. But guess what? Now that I got your blood running through me, now I can touch you now, boy. And at first I was like, "Oh, hold up now." But he, that's not what he means, folks. <laughs> like, we, no. Yeah, no. nah. He puts his thumb up on his forehead and it hurts him. Because he's like, I got your blood now. Now you have no protection no more. So you can die. And he tells him, he's like, yeah, uh, we're going to duel, bruh. He's like, get your, get your wand, motherfucker. We're going to have a little duel. He's like, you know how to duel, right? And I, I thought at first he was just going to mop Harry up because he does at first. But then Harry finally gets the wand, and they have like the. I told her, remind me of the Ghostbuster streams. The Ghostbuster streams coming at each other, or like some Dragon Ball Z shit or something. Like anime shit starts happening, and uh, I think he's starting to like Voldemort stream is starting to overpower Harry's. But right as it gets close to him, you see spirits come up. And at first, I didn't know who the fuck these people were. I guess it was his parents. Yeah, yeah. Two was his parents. One was Cedric. Yeah, I saw uh, Cedric because thanks for the subtitles because I would have never known that was him. Well, no, he did say something about take my body back home. So, yeah, I guess so. Basically, everybody that um, that they killed with Voldemort's wand came out of it at, at once for a hot second. 
It was like the end of Mortal Kombat when all the spirits came back. Pretty it's, much. And they end up tell her, they tell oh they he gets the goblet and teleports himself out of there. That's how he gets away. That's right. Because she's like, you gotta let go, Harry. Buddy, take yeah. my buddy back. Yeah, my buddy. Let go of the body, Harry. And then he grabs the goblet and he gets the fuck out of there. And Voldemort is pissed, but don't worry, we got four more movies to worry about this motherfucker, so he ain't going nowhere. And he gets back, and then oh no, lo and behold, motherfucking Mad Eye was behind it the whole time. It just wasn't really Mad Mad. I almost call him Mad Dog. It was Mad Eye. It was Doctor they, Who. They don't gloss over the fact that Cedric's dead. He ain't coming back either. I thought there might be some type of spell to bring back. I like, no, he's dead. He died. So, and the real Mad Eye dude is actually locked inside this chest that has like a bunch of chests inside of it. So, like, it's a little tunnel inside there, and he down there butt naked, it looked like. Just, I guess so. He had on a onesie. He had on a onesie? I thought he yeah. just butt naked. No. Oh, okay. That's a different movie down there. It was like, it was like <laughs> Buffalo Bill's house, Chris from Silence of the Lambs. He's down there putting the lotion on his skin so he can get the hose again. I was like, she ain't never Man. seen that either. That's something for Halloween right there. But, uh. I mean, basically, he was carrying around a. A uh, a uh, mobile well, basically. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. It was like a, a mo. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, it was a well chest. That chest was well. <laughs> but he was down there, and like I said, it was Doctor Who in disguise the whole time. And Dumbledore comes down there and tells him, "You're going back to Azkaban, motherfucker." And he's like, "It don't matter though. I'm gonna be a celebrity. They're gonna love me down there because I brought him back, back again. Yes, sir. Backstreet Boy shit. So now y'all gonna have to worry about this while I'm in Azkaban chilling." And he, I don't have much time for celebrities. Yeah, he's like, man, get the fuck out of here. And then Dumbledore goes and does a little eulogy for Cedric, says all the good words about him and everything. And I'm guessing it's the end of the school year, right? Because everybody seemed like they're going back home, right? Yeah, yeah. It's pretty much the end of the school year, yeah. I was just asking y'all shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we do this every year. You literally um, said someone dies every year. The, I'm just making sure. The dark arts teacher is bad every year, and we always go home. I'm just year. getting verification that I know what's going on. It's my first time here, folks. So, yeah, they're all going back home. Now, like I said, Crumb goes up to Hermione and is like, yo, yo, call me. Or not call me. Write me. Write me. Give me your, give me some time, baby. Come on, please, baby, baby, please, baby. That type of shit. And uh, what's her name? Floor goes over and kisses Ron and is like, oh, you know, whatever. You helped too? I don't know what the fuck. Why did she kiss him? Because cause she's like, oh, you helped save my sister. Oh, so it was that? Okay. So you get a little kiss and Hermione comes up to him and she's like, yo, everything different now, right? We got we got somebody on our ass now, right? And he's like, you're like, yeah, yeah. We got a couple yeah. more movies to worry about, girl. And they walk off together. You get the little serene view of everybody leaving the boat, going under the water, the shit flying by. Because knowing the next couple movies probably about to get real grimy out here. Because we finally got a bad guy. Finally. You're not wrong. We're going to find out because that's the end of the Goblet of Fire, baby. That's why I said this. the the, um, this, uh, the end of this movie's got the uh, the plot thickens at the end of, uh, by the end of this one. Legitimately, and I don't even say this is a joke. It's real shit. You know what the ending of this reminds me of? The Empire Strikes Back. Because, you know, in that movie, you know, Darth Vader, you know, spoilers for this old ass movie we already talked about. But, you know, you find out that's Luke's father. Luke got his hand cut off. Everybody beat up. People done died and shit. You know it's true. Exactly. Search your motherfucking feelings. You know what I'm saying is true. It gives me that type of vibe. And you remember that movie ended with them. Like I said, there's a little bit, that little bit of hope at the end. You know, everything is fucked up. And they're looking over and they're seeing all the ships fly by and they're all just standing there hugging each other. And they doing the same thing. It's the same exact shot almost here. They're standing there watching shit fly by that that little bit of hope. There's a you large know. group of people who would agree with you. Oh, see, there you go. 
Is this the Empire Strikes Back or the Harry Potter series? That's the question. Because the Empire Strikes Back is the best Star Wars movie. So <laughs> I ain't spoiling nothing. But I will say to stick around because we'll tell you our final thoughts and scores on this movie after we play the promo and try to make a little bit of money. Mm-hmm. It's time. Let's check our cue, baby. Pair it with a couple brews, baby. We love your movies. We love the bad ones too. So we watch them all and pass their lessons on to you. Oh yeah. Ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out. Ban out, ban out, ban out, ban out. Everything I learned from movies helps to make life a little bit groovy. With a one last plot holes a gratuitous boobies. It's time to get busy with your friend Steven at eilfm.podbean.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now hey anita what do you think about the goblet of fire <laughs> um i think this, i'm this, Pleasantly surprised at the audience score. And most of the people I talk to who oh, like so, Harry 74%. Potter think that this is like the better of the movies. I don't think so. They think it's the best movie or just one of the best movies? They think it's one of the better oh. ones. It's on the lower end for me. Ooh. Just, we even brought up some plot points that I'm like, this doesn't really make sense. And I find... Which plot points are you talking about? One, them, like, intentionally killing children. (laughs) They do that every movie, though. Not intentionally, (laughs) though. Like, there are casualties of war, typically. This one, like, them basically kidnapping children and putting them underwater and implying that they were going to leave them there. It's a little little weird to me. A little sketch. You got Uh, free? And then you bring up the Cedric thing, which I never really thought about. I'm like... Oh, yeah. Should have just let him him get in. Yeah. Had he let him... Yeah. Only thing I can Cedric say to that be alive, you let him get if he did let him get eaten and he wasn't there, maybe he couldn't have gained that last little boost he needed to get away from Voldemort. But I mean I would think the parents would be enough. But, probably would have got would have got killed in that instance, probably. Why didn't he just turn into the reindeer again? What that that Patronus charm only works on that on the um those oh, things okay. from before the uh, the dementors. Uh, and his family came yeah, out to help him. Like, yeah, that's what I said. Would that have been yeah. enough? Was Cedric just that icing on top that gave him that little boost he needed? Could Cedric have not been there and it still would have ended the same way? And Cedric would have been alive. But then again, may oh shit, maybe Harry Potter knew this going in. I'm, I'm here's a conspiracy theory, folks. Oh my gosh. Maybe Harry Potter knew. That bringing Edward into this motherfucking place was going to work in his favor because if he had just let him die, he would have still been around. But now that he ain't around, now he's free to go holler at Cho now. Ain't no opposition no more. Now you can't holler at the girl. I'm trying to holler at because you dead. 
<laughs> you can I mean, watch from the sky while I'm fucking. Had... <laughs> yeah. That'd be true if he hadn't um if he hadn't been telling uh uh dude uh dude to get the fuck out of there uh, as soon as he realized where he was. I'm telling you now, I think Harry Potter tre- I think it's treachery. I think Harry Potter <laughs> knew that he was doing this to clear a path to securing mm. Harry Potter grime. Yeah, he's the dark I'm telling you, he was that's that hat was gonna put him in Slytherin for a reason. The hat knew this was coming. <laughs> The hat knew he was gonna kill kill. Well, like I said, he gotta go to Twilight anyway. But I'm just saying, the hat knew. The hat never <laughs> lies. I would have sorted your ass. But I'm sorry, nigga. Oh, and this is what I would have looked. This is uh, the look I got for uh, do it if I if I was in uh, Hufflepuff. Oh, you got okay. So to, for the listeners, Chris got on like a little suit with a red and yellow tie. He got look like look like he got a push pop in his hand. He got a yellow bird on his shoulder, and he got some white earmuffs. I didn't get a picture of mine, shit. It, it, you Finish. get a chance to make your profile picture, and yeah. then you can just download oh, it. Oh, I, I didn't do all that. Um, What's up, though, Mama? Yeah, I I don't know. I just don't think this is, is very good. I like, the things I like about it is, I like Hermione's storyline about her just kind of growing into herself. Mm-hmm. And then, I do like the, like, subtle back and forth between her and Ron. The build-up. Yeah, it's cute. I don't particularly like the very subtle, which you'll see later, build up between um, Harry and Jenny, which is just. I'm telling you, it seems it's it's got to be something because it seems so fucking weird because she looks so much younger than him in these movies. Yeah, she got to grow up real fast or something because if she still look like that and he started trying to holler, that's gonna be real weird. They just it. I guess because I know it's coming, they just throw it in your face all of a sudden, and it makes absolutely no sense. But whatever. Um, hey Ron, I'm about to smash your sister. Dog. <laughs> the CGI gets a little dodgy. In there this is one definitely too. some wonkiness. Uh, I keep forgetting that it's 2005, though. So I yeah. guess at the time, maybe it was like, oh yeah, that looks. But great. I think because there's so many strong point, points in the movies where it does look really good, it's like, how did we go from like, wow, that looks really good to what happened? That's where the budget went. We had none. Of <laughs> I remember. I remember it's that point in the movie we were watching when he first like shows the gaunt, the gauntlet, the goblet of fire. And he had like the little weird uh, cape or not cape, the cover on it. And he used his wand to make the cover drop and then the fire. I remember you even saying out loud, like, oh, that looks bad. Yeah. It, it did. Doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. Um, but like the underwater scenes look mm. great. Like they're really, really good. Uh, you could tell they did a lot of like practical mix in between that. So it looks great. That's an environment. Yeah. I don't know. I just think the story is a little is a little weak. I do. I can say the Voldemort scene in the graveyard used to scare me when I was younger. Really? Yeah. What scared you about it? Just him? Him, like the whole scene in itself, like was kind of scary. Obviously, Uh, we've talked about this. Yeah, she doesn't do horror. I'm a wimp, so it definitely used to scare me a little. Oh, so this could count as a Halloween movie for you. That's what I said. I said I think they're Halloween movies, but you. We'll throw one in there. Um, I give it a seven. Seven, all right. Chris, what's happening? So, I do I do like this one. I it's it probably is one of my better ones too, as other people said too. Um, but the thing that drags it down, like I said, is Ron is a fucking jackass this entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> Throws me all the way off. The action in itself is not not bad. Um, like Ron being Ron being a fuckboy almost dragging Harry into it too a little bit. 
There was a moment. Um, I, we didn't neglected to mention this, and I, was, I thought Nita might bring it up too, and I forgot. There was a moment. Y'all keep talking about Ron being a jackass. There was a moment where Harry kind of slipped into jackassery too with old boy Neville. Remember you were saying something while we was watching movie. He was telling him like about the book and everything. He's like, Harry's kind of being oh, a jackass. Oh, in the library. Yeah, he was being really mean. I was like, he is trying to help you. Like, stop being a jerk. <laughs> it's just funny because uh, Neville and Harry, their destinies going to uh, are kind of intertwined in a way. But I was like, I say I'll leave that for the fact later on. Okay. But at the end of the series. And then Chris, like Ron's not done being a jackass because in the next movie he is like an even more mm. jackass. I'm curious. But, I thought yeah. he, I thought he was kind of all right until the, until the until we get to that backpacking the movie basically. No, yeah, the, the first part of that one. Mm-hmm. Maybe he does show more of his jackass side. He does. We gonna find out. He gets even more annoying. But um, yeah, that but uh, any any moments with like Ron being a jackass kind of almost took it out took it out for me. It, like mm. took me out a little bit. And then, but the um, other than that, I guess that everything else was not too bad for me. And I guess I actually do like the uh, graveyard scene. As somebody who has seen Empire Strikes Back, it does kind of remind I'm me of that. Now you. that you think about it, I know I love me some Star Wars, so you know I'm not fucking with y'all. Uh, and uh, I'm torn between two numbers because Ooh, one of them. Cause uh yeah there's two there's just some there's just a lot of this movie that I like and then there's a good chunk that I uh that annoys me a little bit so mm. I think you're just gonna get six six I didn't expect you to go lower than Anita actually so I was looking at the notes I was curious to see especially with Anita because she gave the first one a nine gave the second one a seven and gave the last one a ten so you like this on par with the second movie yeah. Okay. Yeah, actually. Oh, you like it? You like second one more? We don't do halves, but would the second one be a seven point five, and this a seven in in your head? I would rather watch the second one than watch this one. She's crazy. <laughs> I don't. I think uh, I like the like the fact that they're kids, probably a little <laughs> bit more. I think they just they give a sense of innocence that I like in the second one rather mm. than this one. But well, they getting older now. I would still leave it as a seven. I just like them as sevens for different reasons. Yeah, I was juggling between a six and a seven because, um, like I said, the mm, scenes with Ron. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at you, Chris. Sorcerer Stone, you gave a seven. Chamber of Secrets, you gave a seven. Azkaban, you gave an eight, and you gave this a six. So I'm surprised. Uh, yeah, I, I think I do like I think I do like Azkaban a little bit more, and that's why that's why. Well, that's the one y'all told me was like top tier upper echelon Harry Potter. Yeah, give it a 10. Oh, she got to use the restroom. You mean wait for you or you mean go and do it? Because I got some words to say. Oh, you know, we'll, 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 I'm, you know I'll, I'll uh, buy some time for it. How about that, listeners? Right, you know, here I'll tell you what, Patreon people can listen. I'm going to pause the audio for a second. All right, audio listeners, we back. See, if you donate to Patreon, you could have heard that whole conversation me and Chris just had while she was in the bathroom pissing. <laughs> All right, I want now. I wanted her to be here for this because I got, like I said, I got something I want to say about this movie. Oh God! I gave the first one a six, gave the second one a four, gave the third one a six, and so I come into this one. I'm like, all right, will the trend continue? I will say, I'm gonna do, a, I'm gonna do a so wizard. I'm gonna give you positives first. 
I, I already, I've said it before, I love that we finally have this motherfucking no-nose bastard in these movies now. So we have antagonists on the screen, not just being talked about in the background. Maybe I like him being a little bit older because the storylines intrigued me more watching all the drama go on. Him, both of them trying unsuccessfully to secure some pressure, getting all the, all the dancing and everything, watching relationships blossom. I enjoyed that more. But also, again, it says wonky CGI, predictable ass plot shit like usual. But I guess these are children's books or young adult books. I don't know what they what they actually classify under. They this are is the first PG thirteen rating. Is it? Mm-hmm. I didn't. Wow. I guess people do die on this shit. I guess, man. But people die in all these movies. I don't know. The 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 death and then the probably the prom kind of a little bit. Maybe yeah. I don't know relationship drama. I don't know. I was this movie. I was the most interesting. This is the most interesting plot we've had so far, in my opinion. And yeah. Then, of course, like I said, then you start giving me Star Wars vibes. Yes, you always on the right track. If you got me thinking about the Star Wars. So I'm sure by all this, you already know this is so far the best movie, in my opinion. I knew that. But the score, though, I was between two numbers. And I'm even surprised I'm going to go ahead and do this. But this is the first of all these movies I would actually rewatch, and I would give it an eight out of ten. Wow! Yeah, I actually eight. I actually enjoyed my time with this movie legitimately, watching all this fuckery go on. Like I said, if the plot had been better, like I said, technically I was gonna give it a seven. I just went in and just bumped it, just because out of the good graces of the future, it was gonna be a seven. But I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it an eight because I did enjoy it. Infinitely better than the second movie. I don't care what Anita's talking about. <laughs> It was nice to just having a plot happen that I could really follow and be into. Motherfuckers is trying to get dates. It's a tournament we got to follow. Y'all know I like my tournaments. I like my blood sports, my Mortal Kombat, my Street Fighters, all that. I like tournaments. Inner Dragon shit. It was more. It was the most interesting plots. All that good shit. It's an 8 out of 10. I enjoyed this movie. It's the first Harry Potter movie I will legitimately say I enjoyed this movie. It wasn't just alright. It wasn't like I liked to know I enjoyed this one. So if the trend continues, we could be on to something. The later ones, then. That's what I'm saying. If this trend continues, we might. You might make me a. I ain't gonna follow. I'm. A, I ain't gonna say I'm a pothead. Not yet. Mm-hmm. I was only one movie so far. You got me with. So if you if this keep on trucking, which I knew was gonna happen, because I'm. You know me. Y'all know from all the Disney and PBS conversations. I ain't never been into like kid movies and shit all like that. So once we start getting older though, and we can start really getting some good drama up in this bit, we can start having people get murdered. And you get your love plots carrying out. You ain't got all this kitty shit going on. Now you got my attention a little bit more. And it seems to begin here. So going forward, we'll see what happens. But I can honestly say this is the best Harry Potter movie, in my opinion, so far. We'll see what happens in the future. Okay. I'm I'm surprised, but not su- I'm surprised it got I'm not surprised it's your favorite. I'm just surprised at an eight. I said I bumped it. It got a hustle bump. I hustle bumped it to an eight. Talking through it. I'm, and I'm telling you, I think I'm, I'm want to see how Harry, he, he grimy. I'm telling you, he killed your boy on purpose. He trying to get that punani. Got to get him out the way. I'm telling you, if that ain't in the book, you should let me write that part then, JK, because I'd have wrote that part. But that is it now for Harry Potter. Next movie is The Order of Phoenix. Is that yeah. the next one? I know there's like a half blood or a mud butt prince or some shit to it at some point. Is that what's the, the next one? Next. That's the, okay. So Phoenix is next. We get the Phoenix saga next. We'll see how that go. 
better than that movie, hopefully. I heard Dark Phoenix was trash. Also introduces another crazy ass character that that probably will be fun. I'm t- give me more. Give me more villains. The more villains you give me, the more I'll probably like these movies. I'm telling you. Oh yeah. I saw someone on your Facebook comment on this one there, like mentioning the character that they're talking oh, about. Oh, they said this shit. I'm I just remember somebody saying it's like a mega bitch is coming. Yeah. That's yeah, what that's what they said. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so are we getting some mega bitches in here? I'm like, all right, I'm we might keep the eights. You're gonna like your twisted brain is gonna like her character. Oh, see now I'm, I'm saying I think from this point, if you got an eight. If you can keep this trajectory, you might get some good shit going on because everything before this was just I. Right. It was I. Right. Well, mm-hmm. actually, two of them I. Right. One of them sucks, but they're I. Right. But this one I like. I will watch this one again. I wouldn't say that probably for the other ones. Right? I watch them in pa- like if she had them on. I'd be like, oh, okay, well, I would never go out like that. Ah, this was if I was scrolling past TV and this was on, I might watch this. Depending on where it's at, <laughs> I don't know. But yes, are you surprised, folks? I was. I didn't expect to give out an eight today, but I did. Fuck it. But you know what I got to give you next, though? I got to give you a little bit of knowledge because I got this black history flash card. Fold that ass from the urban intellectuals. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Benin Kingdom. It was around from 1180 to 1897. They were one of West Africa's greatest historical kingdoms and was located in the forest region. The Benin Kingdom was created when the Edo people started to worry that their kingdom would fall into chaos without a ruler. So they appointed Prince Mayan. Of Ife, the kingdom was located in what is now southwestern Nigeria. Benin was largely involved in the arts and the bronzes that were created in the kingdom became some of Africa's most popular art pieces. In the f- pieces, in the pieces of that. In the 15th and 16th century, the Benin traded cloth, pepper, and ivory with the Europeans and Portuguese for guns, powder, metals, and salt. Because, of course, you got to go to the white people to get the fucking guns. And that was the Benin kingdom. Urban black, oh urban my gosh, Funny story. So okay, went to the bar yesterday. Oh, and uh, we went to like this Irish pub in. We went to this brewery first, and we went to this Irish pub, the one you picked me up from. O'Hara. Oh yeah, O'Hara's. And so, O'Hara. Sorry. Me and my friend O'Hara. were at the bar, and we were ordering. We were waiting for the bartender to order a drink, and there was this Caucasian man sitting at the bar, and we like pulled up like next to him. To order a drink and then go back to the table where the rest of our friends were at. Uh-huh. And you could tell he was like kind of side-eyeing us, like not wanting us to be next said, to like, him. Why are y'all here? Huh? Like, why are y'all here type Yeah. Of- and I'm very chocolate. And my friend is yeah clearly Hispanic. So then... Chocolate and brown, baby. He's like looking on his phone. And I'm like kind of... My friend is sitting in a seat. I'm standing behind it. He's looking on his phone. And he's like scrolling. And then all of a sudden, he starts searching guns. <laughs> like as we were sitting next to him and I was like okay I really need us to order our drinks so I could go like it was so awkward and it was very intentional it was oh yeah. very and I was like yeah and then I remembered where I was and I was like yeah we were very 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 much in nice Orange County oh I was about to say I'm like he's surprised to see black folks and Hispanics out here no it was oh. and it was an Irish pub it was that's true yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie when I pulled up to come get you I'm like they came out here <laughs> you got that vibe I'm like y'all out here uh, yeah I don't know why they picked that place we were supposed to go to downtown by our house that would have been better that would have been better which would have I would have preferred but someone yeah. was like no let's go here and I was like oh, let's go to see. where they got the fucking guns go on now get go on boy get go on boy get tell you like we walking to Cracker bro that old bar what you boy get up out of here boy 
Those pancakes, though. That's right. Uh, come for the pancakes. Stay for the racism. I can't uh, wait till we go home to visit your family. And I can't wait to go visit my family so I can get some pancakes. <laughs> some racist pancakes. Racist-ass pancakes. Racist pancakes. Oh, I was, gonna, I was telling Chris during the little Patreon break we had, too. You watched Die Hard 2 for the first time. You want to tell oh, a little yeah. bit about your score? A little quick review of Die Hard 2 since you weren't here for that episode? I don't know if I've ever rated the first one. Let me look. Did I say? So I will say, me, me, Chris, and Cameron did Die Hard 2 a little bit. Of, we did it for Christmas. Oh, okay. I liked the first one. Um, this, Yeah, like you said, this was my first time watching the second one. It was good. It was a little... Like, the first one is dramatic, but it doesn't feel as dramatic, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. And up the stakes. Um, mm. Fucking love stakes. And it was, <laughs> you got the reference. It was, um, <laughs> I think the plot point made it harder to be believable. What plot point? The, like, the planes and the airport and all of, like, I'm like, there's no way anyone could actually get away with this. It was the 90s. Nobody knew how technology worked. Yeah. <laughs> this was not after 9-11 so. it's that, that's a very good point too actually uh, like definitely not doing that shit now <laughs> yeah I don't know it was good I, uh, it was good would you give it? Uh, I, I would give it like a seven and a half mm. now yeah I would give it a seven and a half I give the first one a nine so it's three and a half stars on letterbox yeah. mm. Okay, I looked it up. I gave it a nine. Chris and Cameron both gave it an eight back when we reviewed it. And of course, on the podcast, we did Die Hard 1 as well, and I gave that a 10 plus. And I also gave Die Hard 3 or Die Hard Avengers a 10 plus. Haven't done uh, the other two yet on here. I you, somebody tells you it's not a Christmas movie, you can tell them go fuck off. That's right, telling you, you go to hell. Oh, actually, PJ gave Die Hard 1 a 10 plus, too. So we both gave that 10 plus back in the day. When we were... I did like the plot twist of the army people being in on it. I didn't oh, John Amos. think, yeah. I was like, oh, I didn't make that connection at all. Uh, good old McDowell. That's right, McDowell. Okay, yeah, and Die Hard with a Vengeance. I gave that a 10 plus. PJ gave it a 7. I forgot about that. He didn't like it like I did. So there it is. All right, oh, we got to figure out what we're doing next for Patreon, don't we? Um... So we get, like I said, we're getting near the end of that list. Are you going to do Halloween now? Uh, we still in September right now, so we, we ain't getting there just yet. Oh, okay. So, who picked you the, remember? Who picked Smoochie? Chris, you picked Smoochie, didn't you? Yeah. All right, so Anita, <sighs> we have Best in Show. I'm on the puppy movie. Best in Show it is, then. That's what's coming up next on the Home Video Hustle Podcast. And it is an hour and 30 minutes exactly. You know, it's kind of funny that she picked that right after Smoochie because just like I was saying with Smoochie, that movie always played on Comedy Central back in the day. And I always saw it and knew of it and always turned the channel when I saw it going. So the exact same uh, Smoochie scenario. Knew about it, never watched it. (laughs) So I guess that's what we're going to talk about next week, Chris. You get to talk about some puppers and some fur babies and whatever the fuck other names they call dogs. (laughs) Whatever white people tell me, what I know, white folks, you got a billion names for them. What is it? I know puppers. I know fur baby. What's give me? What's another one? I just call them all puppies. Puppy, well, yeah, she called them. That. <laughs> There's doggos. That's another one. Yeah, there you go, doggos. Uh, fuck, I know there's more. I know there's more than them three. I've heard, but yeah, they're gonna be happy now. And yeah, now I think th- I think we get if we do best in show and then we do one more Harry Potter and then maybe that's when the Halloween hustle starts. After that, I'm not sure. Okay. So you got, you're getting at least one more Harry Potter before we take that break for Halloween movies. So, And again, maybe I'll do some advanced research without spoiling myself. And if it looks Halloween-y enough, I might throw in Harry Potter too. We'll see what happens. 
I think you should squeeze in Order of the Phoenix, and then we'll do part one, part two in the next month. There's one more before. Ain't there the half blood prince before the one and two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah there you, is. Yeah, you got some mud bloods in there too. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. I meant squeeze in the half blood prince and then We might be able to we can do a, we can do the two or whatever back maybe do them back to back weeks so we can just be done with that shit. Maybe we'll figure I'll figure out something. We'll talk about the mud butts at some point. Because <laughs> doesn't one of your Patreon isn't that fall into one of the Patreon picks will be a horror movie that you're not gonna watch. So me and Chris will handle that one. Maybe we'll find somebody to get on there with us. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But <laughs> me and Chris will definitely be there. Mm-hmm. And so Patreon pick we got, we got this movie out the way. I think the only thing I got really left is Chris. Tell them where they can find you at online. You can find me on X X at uh, Chris Cross zero zero eighteen. You can find me on uh, Facebook at Chris Smith. Um, you should be able to. Uh, my profile is right there. There it is. Uh, that's all it is. All right, and Anita is out there in the ether. You just gotta find her. You're <laughs> hanging out with the X Files, apparently. Chris saying, uh, <laughs> if you want to follow the show on Twitter or X, whatever the fuck you want to call it, you can do so at capital H, capital V, capital H, capital P, lowercase Podcast, H V H Podcast. We're also on Facebook on at Home Video Hustle. We're also on Fate or Instagram at Home Video Hustle Podcast. We're on Threads. I think Threads is Home Video Hustle Podcast too. Uh, YouTube is Home Video Hustle. Haven't put any of the videos out in a while, but I have started uploading clips as YouTube shorts. So if you want to share them around to your folks, get us some more views that way. Because I put up one, and in the first five hours, it got like 300 views. So that might be what we're going to start doing from now on. So, yeah, we're on there too. But if you want to make us watch movies like we're going to do next week with Best in Show, head on to patreon.com slash home video hustle. And you can donate to two tiers, $1 tier, $3 tier, and the hidden give us whatever the fuck you want tier. $1 tier, well, all tiers, you get the full video recording of the podcast with little bits of it that don't make it to the audio, like today when she was in there in that bathroom doing her thing. And me and Chris got to talking for a minute. That's going to be there. Or if you just want to see our faces and what we look like, you can do that too. And you also get bonus episodes. Chris is doing the John Cena, you can't see me joint to y'all right now because you can't. If you're listening to this, you can't see. But if you go to Patreon, you can see for as little as a dollar, folks. And uh, you can also get bonus episodes. And I don't know what we're going to do. I know The Flash should be out by now. I don't know what the next one. The next one might be Ahsoka. So we are all watching that together. So maybe that'll be the next one. Maybe there'll be another movie we could slide in there somewhere. But bonus episodes will be coming. I'm trying to get everything back on track. I even started doing the clips again for the episodes. I'm trying to get back to the real hustle like I was on for a while there. Maybe One Piece uh, live action? Chris is really gunning for One Piece. So I might just have to fucking watch One Piece. <laughs> Because Chris really wants that. So we will look at one. You know what? Fuck it. We'll, we will do it. I just don't know when. Um, it's just eight episodes. It covers like... How long are they? 20, an hour. Okay. We'll figure it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah. But like I said, the big thing, though, the fun part, you get... any Every tier, you get the bonus episodes and you get the video. The big difference is $1 tier... You get to make us watch a movie, but you only get to do it one time. No matter how long you stay at Patreon. As long, if you $1, you do it once. If you're a $3 patron, it just keeps on going. And we're going to get through these way quicker now. So you can make us watch, I don't know. So you can make us watch Best in Show. And then once we get through everybody's Patreon picks, we go back. Because all the $1 tier people are gone now. And now we just go back to the $3 tier people and you get to give us another movie. And that cycle just keeps on going. That's three or higher. Because like people like Mike Backford that's giving us $12 and shit. Like, you, yeah, you're definitely going to stay there. <laughs> so... 
There you go. That's your incentive, folks. If you're like, man, I got this one fucking movie. All I need is one. Then your $1 tier for you. If you got multiple, we can get to that $3 and up tier, baby. And we appreciate everything you're doing with watching movies. Uh, I think that's it. So on that note, I got just one more thing left to tell you. Umber. Chris? Anita. Let's get it. Mm, right when he said it too, that was on cue, didn't he know it? Alright, have a good rest of your Friday. Have a good rest of whatever fuck day you're listening to. What do you think about my opinion? Do you think I'm crazy for giving this an eight and saying it's the best one thus far? I haven't seen them all, but thus far I think it's the best one. Do you agree? Or do you agree with Anita that it's a lesser one? Or do you agree with Chris? Because Chris actually disliked it more. I forgot. You gave it a six. So who do you agree with? Do you think it's a lesser one like Chris? Do you think it's all right like Anita? Or do you think it's the best like me so far? I just kind of tricked me. I like the shit with Ron was funny to me. It didn't bother me at all. Because like I said, nobody in the school, that's how most people would feel about this motherfucker. Like you get the fixes in. Bitter. No, there'll be, there will be so many haters at Hogwarts. So this is realistic. There'll be so many people hating this dude. So I love that they finally brought that to the light. Like, no, nobody would like this dude. Everybody would hate him. That's fucking friend. And you want to act like a jackass. Well, you know what? Friends beef sometimes, Chris. It comes with life. <laughs> they made up. It's fine. Being so hard on Ron. He's just trying to live. Back his head. Be like, dumbass. See, look, don't do, Chris, friends of Chris don't make him angry. He's gonna smack you upside the head. Red Foreman, dumbass. <laughs> well, don't. Well, there's certain that '70s show characters you don't want to be like. You found out about one. Go look into that. I ain't getting into it on here. <laughs> Thirty motherfucking years, baby. Bye. Goodbye. <laughs> Doing that fuck shit. Fuck around and find out, as they like to say on the internet. He found out already. He sure fucking did. He finding out for 30 years. But the music is about to go away. So I'll just say peace. Peace.